Welcome to episode 38. The title of this podcast is Fraser and the Witchery of Powerful Women. Dr. Faust asked the demon Mephistopheles the identity of a beautiful woman. He points out the witch, Lilith. The demon answers as follows. First wife to Adam, pay attention to her lovely hair, the only adornment she need wear. When she traps a young man in her snare, she won't soon let him from her care. From Faust by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. This is depicted in a scene when T.V. Fraser lusts ever Lilith Sternen, a psychiatrist, when she lets her hair fall to her shoulders. B.B. Newworth, Broadway star, is cast in the role of a siren. The entire time that I watched the TV show, Cheers and Frasier, I never made the connection that Frasier's first wife, Lilith, had any connection to mythology. Lilith is referenced in all manner of forms. Her myth is multi-religious and multicultural. She can be seen in Christianity, in Judaism, and is recognized in Mesopotamian texts and even in Roman and Greek mythology. Lilith, ever since she appeared on Cheers, had a powerful attraction to poor Fraser. She had an overpowering sex appeal that few could resist. Her character may be considered just a very strong woman, confident in herself and her profession. But through two TV shows, Cheers and Frasier, her power just continued to grow into an almost magical state. By the time Frasier ran its course... Lilith could create psychic headaches for Daphne Moon, a character on the show, and create fear simply by appearing at Fraser's control room at KACL Seattle. Congratulations, Fraser, you've done it again. You've led another unsuspecting innocent down one of your dark, dead-end Freudian hallways. I kept hoping you'd introduce Pearl Jam's latest hit, but much to my chagrin, you were doling out worthless little advice pellets from your psychiatric Pez dispenser. Well, Lilith, what brings you to Seattle, the constant rain? Speaking of bonds I could do without, Lilith is back. Oh, that explains why blood was pouring from all my faucets this morning. <laughs> By the way, what time tomorrow are Frederick and Lilith flying in? Her broom touches down at 11. Why does Lilith have to tag along anyway? Well, she just didn't want to spend the holiday alone. Or 
husband is off in New Zealand exploring a volcano. Why couldn't she go with him? Well, because if she accidentally fell in, the shock wave from the hottest thing in nature meeting the coldest would actually crack the earth in two. <laughs> Now, this could be construed as the typical ex-wife joke. Situation comedy, hijinks, and it was. However, Lilith and the writers admitted in interviews that Lilith was based on a Judaic and classical reference to something more. B.B. Newworth's portrayal of Lilith was not just an overachieving wife, but an unexpected, uncontrollable force of nature. The writers in the show attributed to her almost supernatural powers. My God, woman, I drive a stake through your heart, but I don't think anything could kill you. <laughs> These attributes were said in jest. Very few of the characters liked her. They may have lusted after her, but no one really liked her. Even Eddie the dog would run from the room if given the chance. Lilith is a female figure in Judaism. It is told she was the first wife of Adam in the 5th century Vulgate, called the Common Bible. She translates to the name Lamia and is a creature that meets with monsters. Researchers even called her a primordial she-demon. If you're going to say this is sexist, well, you are absolutely right. It's sexist. The writers are playing on the fears of an ex-husband's perceived suffering. If you ever watched this series, Lilith is beautiful, extremely intelligent, methodical and does not suffer fools, let alone males who are foolish. Yet men adore her and are drawn to her sexuality. Go away. Why does he listen to you and not to me? By the tone of my voice, he senses I mean business. Oh, I see. You're saying your voice is more commanding than mine is? Hell, I took a half a step before I realized she was talking to the dog. She is a temptress, but once in her web, she sucks out the maleness like a spider. Hasn't that been used regularly in comedy and the religious fervor of the medieval church? The way they write her into the scripts could be considered that she was another Morgan Le Fay out of Arthurian legend. Sam the bartender from the TV show Shears fell under a spell. Niles Crane, Fraser's own brother, did the same. Both the men had to extract themselves from her magic. Today's feminism could raise the ancient Lilith up as a folk hero. Fraser's Lilith could be a modern icon to the cause. What was she anyway? A working woman, a working mom, in a highly competitive business that could not find a husband to match her aspirations. Oh, let's just give Lilith a break. Next time someone asks you what's in a name, tell them a lot. I'll let you in on something. If I had met Lilith when I was single, I would have been hopelessly in love. <laughs> <laughs>